0: Alright, today we are continuing our interview with the one and only Tears of Fury, that dude who started producing out of nowhere, blew up within a couple of years, playing the biggest main stages and shit like that. If you missed the first episode, make sure you check it out right now. Dude, no, no, no. All right, enough with this joke. This episode is gonna be very serious. We're talking about serious topics, for instance, how social media can really fuck you up mentally um, and a lot of other interesting stuff. So definitely make sure you stay tuned and give it up for Tears of
1: Fury. Enjoy. You're listening to the Hard Dance Producer Network, the number one producer podcast for the harder styles. Hosted by General Geibold. did you ever work with drum and bass or something Mm,
0: i did a couple of masters for some smaller guys um and you know of course like doing the breakbeats and stuff for sample packs and shit. but um never really did anything drum and bassy myself but um yeah, a lot of guys. I mean, there's also different types of drum and bass, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's liquid thing, and but there's also like this yeah, really yeah. banging drum and bass. Banging and I got bass. like huge respect when I hear the sounds and stuff, you know. It's like not the music I would dance to, but it's definitely music as a producer I really appreciate. Like, when you yeah, hear me too.
1: It. Yeah. I, I, the thing I don't understand is like, if you hear a drum and bass track in your studio like that, and you put it, uh, the sound card in mono, everything sounds perfect but yeah. oh, it's white it's so white yeah and how do they do that what's the what's the thing i go crazy for that oh especially you know alan moore rings he's doing like so like film music or something mm-hmm. but it sounds like uh, stuff coming out of speakers like yeah. but if you switch in mono it's perfect
0: yeah it's, it's Oftentimes, um, you get stuff like that with like um, mid-side EQs, you know, because if you raise up the side in stereo, it's getting bigger, but in mono it stays where it is. So if you take care that like your mid is right, like the mono is right, but you got a little bit of stereo, you can push it, and in mono it stays the same. So
1: yeah, I, I tried many times, but then I always had the facing problem. On the correlation really? meter, yeah. If, like then uh, then then you
0: probably did some some imager or some shit like that. The mid stuff doesn't do that.
1: You think the imaging, yeah. Yeah, This do not use them you anymore. Should stay I, away
0: from that shit. Like yeah, image, yeah. Also, like, also stereo spreader, like you yeah. should stay away from that.
1: also Filippo told me that, like, man, no, never use it. Mm. Never use it. But uh, if you, if you if you watch videos like on YouTube, for example, about production, that's stereo, stereo imagine yeah. all the time. Yeah, so I, I don't do like that breaks anymore. Breaks down
0: together in the, in mono. I mean, not that mono is a big deal nowadays, but um, sometimes you hear tracks and you hear it, and you can right away tell it's not there in mono anymore because of all that. And mm-hmm. and then when you get in mono, then you get this whole phasing stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's that's where it happens. You know, sometimes.
1: So. yeah it's funny yeah it's really impressive to hear there are so many good producers on this planet really oh
0: god yeah, yeah
1: that's crazy and nobody <laughs> knows them too it's really funny like, and, yeah. and even, even more bad producers <laughs> yeah that too that too but maybe yeah. they become the next superstars who know the bad ones well I mean um, you know thing is just to don't give up you know to work yeah. to work to work
0: yeah. I mean, in 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 raw style, like over the past couple of years, I've seen like really some guys going from like a super crap sound to like something like really good, you know. So Mm -hmm. I've seen kind of a development of some guys. Unfortunately, a lot of times you don't see that development in our scene anymore because like. Mm -hmm. You know how it works. Like somebody never made a track, didn't exist, all of a sudden appears and has like banging tracks. Like there's a little bit different things going behind, but you yeah. rarely see somebody working his way up, you know, yeah. starting with yeah. the first crappy uh, upload on SoundCloud and working throughout 10 years, working up and getting better and better. We see the progression. doesn't yeah. happen too yeah. often nowadays, but there are some guys, um, some Italian guys in Raw style who really. It it wasn't really good in the beginning, but nowadays they they, they got really good and doing really good and really well. So definitely that still exists, luckily.
1: Wait a second, my headphones are over. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, in the raw style, yeah. there I know, I think I know about you (laughs) talking.
0: I mean, it's... Yeah, um, really good. It's 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 not even a bad thing, but um it's actually a compliment because you could really see how they started with like pretty bad sound and like really worked up and nowadays they got like a quite a good sound. But on the way there, they created a new sound, you know. Yeah. Which a lot of people are trying to copy now. And you know, so maybe you know if they wouldn't start with the crappy way, um maybe they wouldn't have like a signature sound like they got now. So it's worked out really well for them. And very well deserved. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing about the hardcore. I think it's really difficult now to create something new in a genre that's already 30 years old. It's really, you know, maybe you need to be on drugs to enter in the next mansion. I don't know. Really hard. Well, I mean,
0: thirty years ago, the only thing that's left from thirty years ago is the name. Like the hardcore nowadays has nothing to do with hardcore thirty years or twenty years ago. That's that's true. (laughs) It's just the name, which what is left. That's the name. But still, it's still evolving so much. I mean, if you think, if you think what was going on in two thousand fourteen what was going on in 2016, it's still evolving so much. And I mean, now, like, you know, Filippo did, like, this awesome track reset. Now a lot of guys going on this wave, you know? I mean, I appreciate it, but, you know, I I appreciate that they kind of bringing in this old school, but sometimes, somehow it also sucks a little bit because, like, he came up with that. Let him do it. He was the first. Let him do it.
1: Uh, uh, I said said exactly the same to a friend a few days ago. I was like, "Why everybody now? Why? Why always copy? But do your thing. But why always follow the standard? Yeah, the thing, and that's really boring." It was also the
0: same with the whole psytrance thing a
1: couple of years (sighs) ago. That's really yeah. That's that's another point. Yeah, I don't get it. But (sighs) I mean, I prefer to be slower. As a producer, I release not that many tracks, but then I release my tracks, my ideas, my heart, my passion, everything. Instead of doing stuff that's going now, you know? Yeah. You will always be just a follower of something. You will never create your own sound.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think that's really important to, yeah, to create your identity as a producer.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's that like, also he, stays that's yeah. that that stays that's 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 the main problem which um a lot of people got um which really go with what is in now um I understand sometimes something new comes in and you get excited and you want to do also something like that but um you know still keeping your sound that's only the that only can... thing that will you know leave you there i mean um a while ago i I've been saying like you know like anger fist he'd done it like for such a long time you could hear like it. 10-year-old track and already in the intro you could really tell it's him you know like yeah, in, yeah. The pa- in, in the past year he started you know changing a little bit but there before like he went straight with the same sound you know and why because that was his sound people love that sound like you worked. know if he it would worked. like you know um already cha- had, had changed it like five years ago to what was going on or like a couple of years ago to completely only up tempo. Um, he would, you know, he would never go where he is because uh, he True. made sound, True. people liked it, and he definitely stuck with his sound. Only that way, um, I think you can be relevant for a long time.
1: And the funny thing is years ago when I was still going to parties is a dance, so people said like, eh, it's so commercial, I can't just finger fist, blah blah blah. First thing commercial track, like a singing commercial track of fist. I never heard that in my life. Mm. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. He was yeah. always hot. Yeah, always.
0: Always. Melodic,
1: everything, but he was never there. No, nah, that's true. No, he was never the nobody said it was easy guy, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. He never had also this kind of uplifting. It was always dark.
1: So why always- people say, oh, it's so commercial, so commercial, blah, blah, commercial? Like, what the fuck? Is he's probably the hardest mainstream act you find because he's always hard, always yeah. dark, always pain yeah. and death, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah those, those are is, those are the douchebags, you know, if um, something is popular, it's commercial, you know, it's commercial. So like, you know, they, they listen to like bullshit, which nobody knows, but if that bullshit gonna get like go mainstream, they're going to say it's fucking commercial. I don't like it. It's you know? It's like, sometimes and, it's so stupid.
1: And that's so stupid. But the funny thing is then if you go to a party and if they play an Angerfist track, the people always dance. Because it's just easy made, but yeah. it always he it has that something like headhunters. I don't know yeah. why, but they have something always working, always dancing.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe not like an anger fist case, but like in, in many cases, I feel like they still got like this good vibe. You know, sometimes the. Tracks are dark, they're hard, but they still kind of got like the old school, you know. Old school hardcore it had also always like kind of a good vibe, you know. You kind of felt good because I mean, I don't know yeah, if I if, all- I if I hear like two f- five million kicks in 30 minutes on 200 BPM, I don't have like that good vibe that I just say, oh, I'm here to party, no. you know? I just want to punch somebody's face <laughs> 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 so. But-
1: but that's true because i remember me like at the parties when there's a story in the track you go out like yeah you have like goosebumps everything but now yeah. if you only just kicks it's cool because the kicks feel good on big sound systems it's yeah, something impressive absolutely. but a track needs to tell a story
0: yeah yeah that's what a lot of tracks miss. only
1: kicks the only trick with only kicks the track is good for three weeks and then it's forgotten forever yeah. and that's that that's the thing yeah I don't like that much. But I must say that I think hardcore now is, again, I hear some nice stuff now lately. was
0: super exciting, actually. So yeah. I, I really like where it went. I mean, also, yeah. like, um, you hear now also a lot of, um, like, you know, those kind of, is it? I don't know if it's like a Frenchcore influence, but there are, like, more those kind of Frenchy kicks also in many hardcore... Yeah, yeah. X and stuff i i really like that so um actually there was a period where everybody tried to kind of mm, copy the angerfist sound you know with the leads and everything i didn't like that one too much you know cuz mm-hmm. like angerfist did it really well but like every other guy kind of tried to do it but they really sucked at melodies you know yeah like, um that's so. true that was, but, in my opinion, that wasn't like a really good period. But I, I think now there's like so much diversity, you know, if you hear like... Um,
1: yeah, it's fresh because uh, a few weeks ago I did like a, a, a DJ podcast session with tracks from 2015 till 2020. Yeah. And 2015, it was really hard for me to find like really cool tracks. I was like, what the fuck? Really, there was really bad bad moments for the hardcore. It was yeah, not they've been,
0: all, they've been also meaningless, you know, because all of them had like those leads, but like meaningless melodies, you know, and also kind of new stories. They had melodies, but a lot of the tracks released in that time period had also, yeah, it also kind of,
1: was not so good. There was really only maybe ten good tracks in yeah. 2010. Mad Dog was always really cool. I must oh, say, yeah. he was really, he always used, like, strange samples, vocals, and he made always something fresh. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really next level. D-
0: during you know? that period, he had also, like, this monster kick, like, yeah, tracks, well, tracks like
1: Rewind,
0: you know? that yeah. when I heard that the first time, I was like, are you fucking for real? Like, back then, really like,
1: fresh.
0: yeah, yeah. At that time, like, that was, like, such a monster, that kick. And yeah, the whole but, production also was so good.
1: And you remember the track in 2015, amnesis Shockwave? Yes. Everybody was hating on it, like the whole scene. And three years later, everybody is hearing yeah. like. Uh, <laughs> He's a mastermind, but uh, unfortunately, not active anymore.
0: No, so, uh, unfortunately uh, not. Unfortunately not.
1: Yeah. Maybe he's doing other stuff. I, I, I think he's doing. <laughs> I think.
0: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He's he's also such a geek. I mean, you know, every time I met him, we've been always talking just plugins and like, oh, have you tried this? Have yeah. you tried that? I don't think I don't think a person like that stops making music entirely. I, I think so. The think last too. time I've seen him was uh, last year, Master of Hardcore, but it was just like running into each other, no chance to talk, but... Um, I'm pretty sure he's still active. I yeah,
1: need to <laughs> <laughs> really plus for the for the music because he's really he yeah. has a mastermind. Yeah, really yeah,
0: yeah. He, is, he is. like one of those dudes who should really make um, sample packs and stuff like that. Cause, yeah, um yeah,
1: refreshing sounds and uh,
0: yes, yes, yes,
1: and so, so funny how he used the sounds back then and. Uh, the reverbs, there was no reverb, but the sounds were really like, oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah, crazy. I will never understand that. Maybe, yeah, but-
0: I remember, but you know, he's like such a geek. I remember we've been, um, somewhere backstage, we've been talking and he was like, so obsessive about like having the kick and having like a very short pause between the next kick with a little fade so the there is like this sub, subjectively you kind of realize there is the kick is not like you know this big sausage but like after every hit there's like a little little space between them so the transient really cuts in on the next one so he was like he was like that much in his you know head like he was thinking about stuff you would think like, my God, <laughs> it's like come on, yeah, let's make a track.
1: <laughs> crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah. So really, really cool guy.
1: Yeah, really cool guy. I okay. hope I hope he will come back one day with some hardcore again. Just a few tracks. It would be really nice just to hear again that because it was always like a new ex- yeah, like exploring a new dimension, you know, something new. Because when when you saw the name like Amnesis you knew that something cra- crazy would come you know yeah. like Refly when I heard Refly for, uh, for the yeah. first time I was like what the fuck is this you know because it was something really really different yeah. from that time and then after three four times listening to I was like wow yeah. wow
0: <laughs> yeah well it would be interesting what he's up to now I can you know I can imagine um, if like he's not into the hardcore which is going on now that you know, he probably gonna stay away from it until it's getting excited again, because if you're doing it so long and you're so good as he is, you also don't want to make a track like put your like whole heart and soul into it in order like to have five plays and like <laughs> 10 stupid comments like the fuck oh, it's What's not the hard yeah. oh God, so much uh, why, why? <laughs> it's not 200 BPM uh. You know, so I can imagine it like, you know, he also then says like, okay, fuck that. I'm going to, you know, Netflix and chill before. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> true, gonna... was... <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it is it is like that. Like a lot of guys um, who kind of disappear after a while is mostly that reason. Because what they do, nobody wants yeah. to hear. They get stupid comments. And um, especially like if you do it for so long, at some point it's like, okay, what's the point? You know, I also have a life.
1: But but also many producers like in my age now they say like yeah, oh, will was so much better ten years ago you're a producer do it better then yes make you can do it you can yeah. change why you cry about the ho from ten yeah. years ago we'll go better do it yeah.
0: look look what Matt talked done you know coming <laughs> with that old school sound boom fucking um, awesome yeah it worked.
1: Yeah, yeah do it just go but if you always cry I was also crying but but because I was so insecure yeah. you know because I didn't knew what I'm doing. But now I see like producers, semi-pro, crying on YouTube. Like, it's not the way, man. You need to to go in the studio and show them what you got. Like, not always pretty. Yeah. How can I say? Yeah, always cry on productions of other producers. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think I think overall, uh, a lot of guys would be better off not to look left and right. Anyway, you know. Like I, I see a lot of guys um, really having problems because they see on the Instagrams, they see like this, they see that. And um, then they feel bad themselves instead of like focusing on their own music, they focus on what others are doing. And you know they never come up with an own sound because they look all day long what everybody else is doing and, I think a lot of people would be better off to stay away from social media and from the internet and just you know, being in the studio. And
1: yeah, for me, what this what this was like, uh, yeah, a big reason to, yeah, when I had that burnout, you know, yeah. I woke up in the morning, first thing I have done, mobile phone, Instagram, yeah. and then I saw like DJs playing, like why is why is that guy playing there? Why, yeah. why, why? And then Manuel Stereotype told me, man, on Instagram. You can mute the people. You don't unfollow them, you just mute them. <laughs> then I was like, Okay, you know, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah it's
2: and it's like and a it,
1: detail. It's so much better after yeah. two weeks because automatically your brain, you don't have that pressure anymore because you don't see, you don't see that bullshit anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a friend of mine told me um, he had also like so much anxiety because, you know, he was really grinding. He was like really working, working, trying to get better. And he was constantly looking like on the lineups, you know, and it's always constantly like he's seeing like this chick there. He's seeing like this dude who's like, you know, came on the scene a year ago. He's seeing this, he's seeing that. And like, doesn't understand why everybody's playing but he's at home every weekend you know so he was also like really dealing with that just uh, by watching on the lineups and seeing like what people are there and where he is not you know so okay um, yeah uh it's definitely i guess it's a good advice not to look left and right cuz also a lot of people don't realize but like the whole instagram shit they only my My dog, Wolfgang. <laughs> <laughs> so you know <laughs> so you know a lot of guys, um, they don't realize that, like Instagram, they just show the highlights, they show the good stuff, and a lot of guys are even full of shit there, you know, they don't even show what's <laughs> real, you know it's...
1: that's the thing that's the thing that's we all blinded. I also yeah. show the good thing of this a few it's too deep.
0: Of course, you're not gonna show like you know if you got diarrhea. You're not gonna show your shit this morning, you know. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: that, uh, that's the thing. That's the thing because uh, yeah, we I show you what I want to show you, but it's not real.
0: Yeah, yeah. And even if even if you play a crappy party, you're gonna. Post a picture where you don't see the empty dance floor, you know. <laughs> You're gonna yeah, post, yeah, like, yeah top- yes, they had yeah. nice
1: boy, like.
0: Uh. And you sure not gonna post a video where nobody's dancing, you know? <laughs>
1: and, and that's the thing, you know, that uh, we are. It's all so easy to manipulate people nowadays. Yeah. Uh, with all that shit, and but I, I'm, I'm sure a fun thing like lineups. You said about lineups. Talked about. Now we have some people there. Who maybe don't deserve it to be there for maybe they're there for the next five years but then probably they will disappear in yeah. one second but the hard ones to have them in the garden <laughs>
2: yeah
1: they, they, they will come I, I, I mean the thing is to don't give up yeah our work and it will be hard and painful so much yeah. pain so much time because it's lifetime but uh, good things will come for everybody if you if you keep working and working and working.
0: But that's actually so true what you just said because the real workers it takes for them usually very long to get there, but they stay. Um, but they stay. I can't can't think of many like manufactured artists who kind of standing there for a long time, um, but like the good workers. They kind of stay and they stay for like decades. A lot. And, and of
1: that's the thing, because as a producer, you can always reinvent yourself. If yes. I am a product, I'm the product. If the product doesn't work anymore. Yeah. But I can tomorrow make like drum and bass and, you know, yeah. I always can go and do. Like Mad Dog. Yeah. It took him many years to be there where he is now. And he was like also in a bad situation ten years, fifteen years ago when he wanted to quit, and you know, yeah, but he never gave up. Yeah. I think most of the guys.
0: Yeah, everybody. Everybody reached that point, but yeah. Um yeah, you also see like, you know, somebody like Mad Dog, um, you know, been around since ever. And there are so many, but it's all people who really, you know, worked and really put in the time to learn producing and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big problem with um, a lot of young producers. You know, they look left and right and they want the same, but they yeah. don't really... And they, follow,
1: and they follow that standard. When I hear the yeah. tracks, like, also today at the, uh, my lunch, I was listening to music here. I was like, what the fuck? It's good produced, okay. Yeah. But it doesn't trend It's always You know, every train, same, same, same. All the same. Yeah. There is no identity. There is no, yeah, no hook, no identity. Yeah.
0: But that's what, what what I said about um, hardcore, like in 2014 or 15, you know, <laughs> it was also all the same. Everybody had like, tur, tur, and then like some melody on the kick yeah. was also, um, yeah, it's got random, you know, it's, it's random. You heard one, you heard them all.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing of the young producers, like, uh, don't copy. No. no. Make, make your thing. Because that's- now we. Also, talent producers are like, uh, really. I, I think 2020 is a good year for hardcore producing well. But many are just following, and uh, yeah, that's not good. You will never be the flower that will shine. Yeah. We'll
0: that. You know yeah. what I always find interesting? Um, when I started producing, so I started like with hip hop and stuff like that. And in hip hop, there was always the rule better have your own sound, better have a crappy sound, but your own sound. You better yeah. suck, but it's yours than copying so when i got more into dance music um there it was the exact opposite you know better a good copy than copy. <laughs> exactly better good copy than like a bad own thing you know and I, <laughs> I i never understand that like it's like what's 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 the point you know what's 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 the fucking point to 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 copy especially we not talk about money right because with sales streams, it's, it's a fucking joke. You can't make a living, especially if you do hardcore. We're we not talk about uh, yeah. money in terms of bookings, because if you just copy, you cannot copy your way up that you have like uh, 50 to 100 bookings a year for a four-figure number. You know, you, you can't. It's not possible because you got to put in 10 years of copying and being good at it. Yeah, <laughs> really get there. So I don't get that point to to copy because you you you're not creating anything. You, no, it's it's not a business because the whole business model sucks. So it's
1: like you can't. Yeah. Win. He, I think you can take inspiration of tracks and stuff, but that that's cool. If if. I... Of, course,
0: of course we take inspiration you know if you're an uptempo <laughs> producer of course you're inspired by the uptempo genre you know yeah of course like you're not gonna make like a reggae baseline and an uptempo track because it's not uptempo you know <laughs> so <laughs> of course like you you are kind of inspired by the genre but like some of them like you know um like in 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 hardcore and raw style, I hear also a lot of, or also in Frenchcore. In Frenchcore is like very terrible. There are like two or three main players, and like every release, like you go through the new releases, like every second release is just a copy, but a bad copy. You know, it's like bad I
1: copy of, uh, yeah. But sometimes they they fucking sample the entire track and put a kick to it, and that show you really no, yeah. bad.
0: not sometimes. <laughs> it's like the most of the time.
1: No, but it's not good. And especially, no. no, this is not good. And this is not fair.
2: No, 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 absolutely fair. not.
1: Yeah. And uh, of course, a uh, Beethoven works. That's the music that, that you hear when you're a baby. Yeah. And uh, when you hear that on drugs with 25 years old, <laughs> it will work. Uh, because, yeah, it will work. But yeah. I, I think this is not the the real deal.
0: No, no, I mean, we had like on this podcast, we had so many discussions, some of them are not even out there, but, um, that's kind of, um, so far the only opinion it's like, it's fucking stupid. Of course. Like, you know, if I take, um, some, no, I take Michael Jackson, beat it. Of course. Every fucking body knows it because it's been a hit. (laughs) It's been a hit for like fucking 30 years. Of
1: course. Hear it all the time, and of course, if you hear it all the time in the radio, it's yeah. inside that you, you will dance to it or of you will course. sing And with a kick, it's moving, yeah.
0: and of course, it's working. Yeah, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, when I was uh, still DJing, I always put in like some mashups and some hits because people love that shit. They know that they they they, yeah. they love it, of course. But mm, put it out yeah. as your own track, as your own release. Uh, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> the funny thing is like uh, a friend of mine told me, x I don't know if you know him, he's on Gearbox, x no, he's a new talent guy, and he told me that he saw like comments on um, Skyrim, you know, the Skyrim soundtrack, Headhunters used for Dragonborn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and people comment on the Skyrim like, this is so from Headhunters, you know? <laughs> oh my god and that's the thing and and there are so many yeah like probably most of the biggest melodies in the hard dance history are covers okay this is if it's covered good but don't take the entire track and put a kick to it if you're creative and you can make it nice why not yeah if you take like the opera from Giuseppe Verdi or whatever you know you can make it easy but
0: really yeah I mean every once in a while I mean like I, I I really don't think people should like really put it out as their track, you know.
1: Yeah, maybe put it out as a bootleg, but don't yes, put it out yes. as your creation and then also make money of it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, and I don't get this. How is that possible that with because many of them have millions of streams, millions? Mm-hmm. How is it possible that they never had to any problems with the law? Like, uh,
0: how because- is it possible? Because things changed in the music industry. Back then, a million of something was a lot. Nowadays, a million of something is not much. So like nobody, much, yeah. nobody is going after you for a couple of million of plays or streams on Spotify. They go after you when you got billions. Um And you never know. There's also a good chance that those people know what's going on. They just and wait. They wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also a good chance that they just wait. And when they come... They gonna really yes. fuck you over, and it already happened to a couple of guys. Um, I think it even happened to Smurf. I'm not sure, but to a couple of guys, it happened that um, at some point, like they their whole catalog got erased, and um, even like they lost even the distribution deal and everything. So they lost the distributor. The catalog got erased. So they kind of completely disappeared from the internet. Um,
1: yeah, funny. I remember when Rob G last year made like a post on on Facebook and yeah. he's like, okay, years ago, we hot dance guys sampled from the hip-hop. Yeah. But now the music is coming to America. And if they're the wrong people here, then it's a big mess for European guys, yeah. you know? And I don't know how this works if you then need to pay them all the money you made with the tracks, if you need to give them all the statements and then pay it back. I don't know how that works, but could be really
0: i'm also not sure and it also depends like really on 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 the countries and everything especially i'm not sure how it works legally cuz technically you know if i i believe if like your track is getting streamed in america there's also kind of american law applied to that so maybe also okay. maybe that could be also the reason why somebody might wait you know um so you now but for a lot of guys if they would kind of lose their whole catalog, um, they would be done. You know, imagine, yeah. imagine yeah. like you know, I mean, he does, he's not need to be concerned, but imagine somebody like Anger Fist doesn't exist anymore on streaming and on YouTube and anywhere mm. because everything's getting taken down. Yeah,
1: um, but most of the uh, most of us guys, because he starts yeah. with a cappella, you know.
0: Yeah yeah i mean of course everything of that is not legal and like i said we got this t- this topic already quite often here but you know there's like one thing to put in a cappella or maybe like a little phrase from an a cappella. um i i always say if you can take away the sample and maybe the track is not as cool anymore but it's still there it's still a track mm-hmm. you're kind of good I mean, legally not. That to be clear, but you're you're still a creative. You're still a producer because you've done enough that the sample is just like a little extra, but it's not important. Yeah. But a lot of tracks, if you take out the sample,
1: it's done. Because there's nothing so left, important. you know. So, so important.
0: There's nothing anymore. The
1: people to remember the yeah. fucking sample.
0: Yeah. Yeah that's that's the thing yeah like i said you know if i take like you know some famous beatles track i take yesterday i can't build a track where i can take out that sample
1: and it's still gonna be cool you know <laughs> exactly exactly so this yeah that's a difficult thing uh yeah strange
0: difficult yeah i mean thing. it's it always know. comes down it always comes down to 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 money you know um Back then in hard style, you know, like Headhunters did it like a long time ago. Nowadays, nobody does it because they, they really, they are interesting enough to go after them. Um, in raw style nowadays, like rarely, uh, the big producers don't do that. They don't sample anything. Um, of course, there's like a movie vocal or something like that, but that's yeah, a different yeah, yeah. topic. There's there's a very low chance that somebody's going after you. People find
1: you, pitch it down. Yeah, and it's really hard to, to
0: find. In, the- in, in movies that like most people don't even know who got the rights and like the people who got the rights yeah. don't even know if they got them or not. So that's kind of a little bit of a confu- mess, messy thing. But that's where you see like... Um, um, randy is doing like zombie but he's singing it himself so and he got like the mechanical license and it's all legit you know he just he doesn't just sample it because those guys are interesting enough because they generate enough money that people would be interested in coming after them um hardcore still not too much like the mainstream. but then you go to up tempo and you go higher like higher with the bpm lower with the money and there it's getting more and more and more you know mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. like um, you know because they just don't generate enough. You know it's like most you know of the um, Frenchcore guys, for instance, like except of like the big ones, but the majority they make like five thousand streams a month. So okay, a month, a month. Yeah, yeah. like a lot of what? them. You look on their Spotify, they got like five to ten thousand uh, listeners a month. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't mean it's streams, but it's like listeners and. That's not really enough, you know, for like to be to,
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah. so fuck you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um the only the only thing which can get very um problematic, because a lot of the big songs are held by like three companies. So if you sample enough, chances good that you got like too many songs from one company. And if you're so- one of the bigger guys who got millions and millions, they can add them up and say like Dude, half of your catalog is from our publishing or something. And <laughs> yeah. then you're fucked. Because there are only three major labels. And like, how many independent tracks you're going to find which are major hits? They almost don't exist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, let's, see, man. let's see, man.
0: It's interesting. So anyway, what's, what's going on with Tears of Fury? You had a release now?
1: I had a release now, the, the Breath EP. It was like my comeback EP, four tracks. Uh, and really funny that the breath track, uh, which do not has vocals, it was the most successful one now because I also got the message like two weeks ago from Angerfist. Yeah, I've seen
0: that post. Yeah.
1: I was climbing and the yeah. mountains. Danny, Angerfist, was like, no, what happened? What did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. Because that guy never like writes me a message from nothing, you know? No, uh, of course. Nice track, classy, you know. And also from Ophidian, that was really that was a big honor. Ophidian yeah. because he was he was always a a, a god in producing because he was different. He did his yeah. things, not the most famous one.
2: Yeah.
1: But for me as a producer, he was really really cool, and that that really gave me yeah motivation and that I did something right.
2: Yeah.
1: And about the tracks, yeah, the breath track, the melody, (laughs) I did it in 2014, six years ago. And I was like, one day I will use that melody. And last year in August, I was here in the studio and I was chatting with a big fan of mine. And uh, I was like, Susie, I will show you some melodies. She was like, yeah, show me some melodies. (laughs) And I showed her some melodies and she was like, this is a good one. And I was like, okay, I will do something. Then I created the idea, a few bars to the kick, and then I left it there again. And this year, my aunt, she died on cancer. Sad story, and I was I like, like to hear that. Uh, "Yeah, it's bad." But and I told her I would make you a track, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, really, really." I was like, "Yeah, I will, I will do a track for you." And in the last days of her life, I finished that track. So if you listen to that track till the end, it's really sad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel good when I hear it. It's yeah. something, and. Uh, I made it till the end, but in the in the in the break I had like some problems to to make the connection from break to drop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And since last year, I go to a psychologist too because I was really done. Oh. <laughs> and I told him, "Man, I I have that track and it's the an education for my aunt, and I can't finish it." And he told me, "Man, what's the problem? Sit 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 there, and close your eyes and paint the track on the paper." I show you. Come with me. <laughs>
2: yeah. sure, so, 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 show
1: us the paper. <laughs> That's the breath track. <laughs>
0: What's that? Mountains?
1: That's like the, the break, you know? And then I... This was oh. the first line. And then I, <laughs> I went up, you know? And it was really confusing. And later, with the time, it was more smooth.
2: Yeah.
1: And he told me, now we we'll go home and try to work on it. And I went home and I finished it one day. like.
2: Yeah.
1: Funny. <laughs> and now, Engelfist is sending me messages about that track. Of also... It's really... It's really a cool thing. It's great.
0: Congratulations.
1: Great. Yeah, it's, it's a track with a whole star, Like yeah. Melody from 2004. I'm a big fan of my two-step melody. It's a dedication to my aunt. I, yeah. I painted, you know. Yeah. Angus Ophidian. That's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Meant, meant to be. Meant to be.
1: <laughs> funny. That's funny. Yeah. And about the other tracks, like the monster track I did with a good friend of mine, he was probably the guy who saved me. He, he was like motivating me to make music again yeah because he didn't want to do anything. He told me, "Man, wake up, stand up, go in the studio, do music. Yeah. And I was here. I was like, Okay, let's do a call up. He was on Skype all the time, and I started to make Then he said,, oh, oh, and we did the track. yeah, and the yeah. fuck you track that was the last track I did for Dogfight two years ago, and then I stopped, and I was like, It's really bad.
2: Yeah.
1: And it never came out. It just went on the compilation of Dogfight. And now I'm listening to it. I was like, okay, it's not even so bad. It was something in my head. Like, yeah, okay.
0: sometimes it sometimes takes a while.
1: Yeah. And it was all, yeah, so yeah, the mental, yeah. mental, you producer. How, do you how, know how did
0: that? you How did you deal with um, the pandemic and like the you know no bookings and stuff? Um, did that affect you
1: mentally? No, no. I'm, I'm so chilly, like never. Yeah. Because
0: a lot of guys I'm talking to, like a lot of guys, they really deal with depression, you know, so because, yeah, especially those guys who who really give their life for that, all of a sudden, they don't have any purpose, you know, there's no bookings, they don't want to produce, like a couple of guys I talked to, they like for three months, they haven't done shit, you know, because what's the point?
1: I was always depressed for the last years, so and now I feel good. So the-
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm asking. Like, because you know, a lot of guys deal with what you said; they deal with it right now. You know, yeah. um, and- but of
1: course, of course, it's, it's hard if you don't have any bookings, if no money comes in, as if you do that full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see it as a chance. For me, it was a chance, like reflecting. Yeah. I was, no- I-, I see nobody for like three weeks. Yeah. I was like, wow, but it's, it was so good.
0: Yeah. It was terrible. This whole pandemic, I, I, I broke my, foot, me, and I threw it, again. I it against the wall because like everybody is like riding and calling because they don't have shit to do. You know, I was like, I'm busy. Leave me the fuck alone. You know. <laughs> <laughs> for,
1: for me, it was good. And also, when I went out, like I went down the, the, the street, like here on yeah. my house, and it was empty, and the sky was blue. No airplanes. It was so blue and yeah. so silent. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I think for many people, it's like horrible. But for many people, like a new start. Many people reflected on themselves, and yeah. they made decisions. I also, and I also decide like this year in December I will quit my job.
2: Yeah, go full time. It.
1: I will try to make music. Probably I will go to live to Germany or to the Netherlands. I need to, to figure it out where I will go. But first I'm gonna do a trip, like to South America.
2: Nice. I need that, yeah. and.
1: Uh, but I will do it now, and that came in the the pandemic. Yeah, during the Corona, I was like, yeah, I, I need to do it. I need to do it.
0: Do 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 you do you like living in the mountains?
1: Of course, it's beautiful. Yeah. But but the thing is, if I have a gig in Holland, I, sometimes I need to travel eight hours yeah. or ten hours because I don't have a, airports here. So yeah. I need to, or to Milano or to Munich.
0: Yeah. In
1: the winter, good. I can go to Austria to Innsbruck, and there's a yeah. flight to to Amsterdam, that's yeah. good. But if I play in Scotland, for example,
0: uh, it sucks. like
1: going to America so long, mama mia, that's crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, always, um, you know, always made fun of a uh, stereotype, you know, because <laughs> he, he's like he, he's living like in the weirdest places in the world, and like we've been, um. Uh, like uh, in, the, in in Austria and also Südtirol, um, Südtirol a couple yeah. of times because we love it there. Because of course we live here in the north. You know, the highest mountain here is like fifty meters, <laughs> 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 and um, and we're always like the fuck, the fuck you live somewhere in Belgium, the fuck you live there, like stay at home. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> you know, yeah. so you always want um, what you don't have. Like the grass on the neighbor's lawn is always greener.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here is beautiful, but uh, for a producer it's really hard. No, but we have a nice producer here, like Giorgio Moroder. You know him? Yeah, of course. He's from here. He is from South Jerome. He's, he's still
0: here. he's DJing and shit. Like the oldest DJ on earth. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I've seen photos of him. Like you know, this dude is eighty or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: he played with Gesto like two years ago on big stages. I was like, what the fuck? Fucking crazy.
0: This guy is a legend.
1: Yeah, he's one of the creators of the, one of the creators of the dance sound with the German guy. I don't remember the name because he was working here. Then I went to Munich and then in Munich, he did the the, the first big hits with Donna Summers. Yeah, yeah. Or film, the never ending story like. Yeah, Yeah, he he
0: was one of the like original
1: electronic musician, you know, like. Yeah. With that yeah. German guy, I don't remember the name? How? how what, what was the name? I need to Google it. But there was the, yeah, the, yeah. that guys, the two guys.
0: Yeah.
1: But the funny thing is that he's famous in my place here now since five, six years. But oh, he, didn't
0: know before.
1: No, no because he left. <laughs> and he like, uh, yeah, the bad boy, and he won Oscars, won Oscar. Yeah is everything but nobody was like
0: yeah platinum records anything like this this guy is crazy and i mean if you yeah. think it's like a 50 year career you know and yeah. like
1: he's still dj <laughs> 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 but really expensive i think 80 to one hundred thousand
0: a show of him yeah fuck yeah if i would be 80 you know <laughs> yeah, right. like you know, he, he probably did enough money. He doesn't need to, like, you know, fly around the world and, like, be all night in the fucking club and shit. Like, I also would be would like to be compensated very well for that, you know, with
1: 80. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I
0: Funny. mean, like, in that case, like, you can't even bang some chicks and anything because, like, you're yeah. fucking 80. Like, what what? what? <laughs>
1: That's true. That's so. true. You
0: know, like having like an extensive rider with all the nice drinks and shit. Not gonna work. Nothing gonna work. Of course you. <laughs> of course you need a lot of money to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy. That's, uh,
0: yeah. Really, really cool. Um, one thing I ask the most guys. Sometimes I forgot. Um, if you, you know, like I would be now fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. And yeah, go. I come, I come to you and say, like, listen, I want to start producing. Do you have one advice for me? What would be your best advice?
2: Stay true to yourself.
0: That would be that, like the production advice, not like use presets.
1: <laughs> no, nah, go for it. Uh, I, yeah. I mean. You are 15, you have opened all the doors, listening to your heart. And that's the right way. And you will make it wherever you want. You can go, go for it.
0: Okay. And I'm, I'm still 15. I come to you and I say like, okay, I'm very good producer. I'm, I want to, I really want to this business. Do you have like some advice in terms of business? So maybe you've done some mistakes, which you have wish you would knew earlier
1: attention to who you send your music because sometimes people will tell you it's shit cuz it's good to yeah. so motivate you and you are 15 and you are sensitive and then you they, they bring you on the wrong road yeah so attention yeah, through really you with who you are to who you are talking and less is more if you have the two three people that's enough you don't need 20
2: yeah
1: and that's one of my biggest mistakes i sended my tracks like to 15 20 people And everybody has his own opinion. The kick could be louder, the snare could be lower. And then I was like, oh, this
0: is all bullshit, you know. Yeah, that's a a really good one. Actually, going back to the mastering story, that was also one thing that pissed me off. Like, I I do the master, it's all good, half a year later, "Um, here is a new mix, can you remaster it? Because I made the snare louder. And it's like, did you make the snare louder because you felt it wasn't loud enough or because somebody told you (laughs) and a lot of times it was like yeah yeah this guy says this that's this and then they're all confused and then they start fucking up their original track and there's nothing left anymore
1: yes 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 and i did that with, with most of my tracks the beginning if i listen to the first demo of the tracks now the first version was always the best yeah, always it was loud, it was punchy, it was powerful, it was big, and then the last was finny. It missed that 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 natural, yeah, all the flow, you know. Yeah. It's just ah. yeah. So attention, guys, to who you send your music and pick up two, three people, good ones, and not fifty ones because you need the two, three good ones, and uh, yeah.
0: Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: really thanks really for cool. being here. Yeah. It was
0: really, really nice. We should do it again.
1: Yeah, it was really good to to talk about the feelings about the sheen and everything with the view. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good.
0: Yeah, the funny thing <laughs> is like the original idea was like, you know, getting the producers and talk about production and stuff. But
2: okay.
1: it's so different. <laughs>
0: Like um, last week I recorded one interview with Sardonic, you know him? The yeah, yeah DJ? I, I was also, he
1: was played also here in my city.
0: Yeah, and um, it was like a political discussion, we didn't talk about music at all. It's so like, I yeah. was like, okay, but I, I was still going to post it on Monday. But, but
1: I must say, I must say. Music is art and it comes from all the influences you have around you. So maybe it's the political situation or the money or yeah. whatever, and put it in music. So we are really sensitive people, yeah. we producers, and we put it in the art. So yeah. I think it's also good then for us to talk to other producers like this. Yeah, absolutely. Talks like, like, like going to a psychologist sometimes. Yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I mean,
0: you know, what, what I really like about it is um, that's that's basically like, you know, like this interview was Sardonic. It, it's ended up like it would be if we would meet backstage somewhere, you know, at a party or with you now, you know, talked a little bit about like plugins and Cubase and shit, but we talked about everything else. I mean, that's kind of like, I guess that's kind of the more interesting thing than if I asked like, what's your compressor on the snare? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, that's um, true just just having like nice conversations and stuff I mean you know sometimes it's also kind of missing a little bit you know also because on, on, on the one hand like you know you got like a l- lot of friends um, but then again like people who are in this music who are in the business who are also producing and stuff so um, there are not that many if you think about it you know So
1: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I I, I say to a friend of mine, like, you imagine if there is a a bus going to a party with that kind of producers in it and the bus makes an accident, the machine is yeah. yeah. Because rock and roll is big, pop is big, you know, we have so many. Oh, hello?
2: Yeah, (laughs) it still (laughs) works.
1: And uh, yeah, if that will happen, it will be really bad for the the hard dance yeah because we have so many big parties because our festivals are really huge we are really huge we have huge festivals if you look how it is but producing wise we don't have that many no and the problem is the club scene is not that active so we have the big festivals that yeah we are in how many we are i don't know
0: but you know the the the, the whole club scene is kind of fucked because of the festivals
1: yes but maybe now Maybe he's maybe coming back also with local DJs because there's not much more money. And, and maybe the, the ghost production thing is also a point I was thinking like, okay, if the ghost doesn't have any work now, it's not attractive for him to do. That's like, right. That's right. Track. So maybe it's good now did, again. For, did, did,
0: you, did you realize that a lot of those ghost guys don't really release anything right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's not important yeah. now. Now
0: there's no money coming in. What's the point? Yeah. Oh. But some of them bringing out sample packs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Funny.
0: And
2: I've
0: uh, uh, the, the, seen also one who's kind of... Um, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> probably it's not going to be good. sample packs is enough but they go even further than that
1: yeah everything so yeah but yeah. that's that's always been some it's a business and there needs to be money coming in
0: oh, of course of course we got to pay the bills and, i mean uh, that's that's also something that pisses me off sometimes when people are like you know it's like if you want to get paid you're kind of an asshole you know it's like the fuck it's you know it's
1: some, some all thing. money and uh of course it's it's, it's, and it's the ghost a job. Guy is lucky because that's all a plan in the business if the business is good made around him he did it better than me or you or whatever you know yeah. so it's, it depends always on the situation and on the plan about the plan and the, No, many yeah, producers don't have a plan because they don't have the time to focus on the plan
0: yeah it but you know what what, what always pissed me off is like this you know it's always like the small producers who don't have really success they always talking shit about people making money as if it's like a bad thing you know there's nothing wrong if you love what you do and you you make money with that you know it's like you know it's 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 nothing wrong like you know if like somebody like anger fist bringing so many good tracks like you know performing so much It's nothing wrong with him making money you know but people sometimes are so fucking stupid it's like oh you're only money and you money money yeah. money yeah it's like it's like the fact that you're making money doesn't mean that you don't care about your music or it doesn't mean that like you know
2: you you're that's, bad <laughs> yeah
0: it's just yeah. just so stupid sometimes like I yeah, I, I really get that, really that get pissed off when I know. see comments like that
1: yeah but that's the internet keyboard tartans you know they are strong
0: yeah but
1: that's it man that's that's the life that's, that's the life
0: yes <laughs> we're Rio not gonna change it
1: and we are harder than life <laughs>
0: yeah we we have to be we have to be Well, um, thank you so much for taking the time. It was really, really great. And we're definitely going to catch up for sure again.
1: I hope, I hope, I hope. And
0: yeah, maybe when this whole fucking situation ease up, I need to go to the mountains. Maybe then we can have a beer and do something like that in person. Also, too. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, once again, thank you so much.
1: Thank you too, man. And till next time. Ciao. All right,
0: this is it from the long ass interview with Tears of Fury. I hope you really enjoyed it, cause there was a lot of interesting information, at least in my opinion. So if you enjoyed it, make sure you kind of do something to support that whole thing. If you watch it on YouTube, leave a like, comment, subscribe, do all that shit. Share it with your friends, share it with everybody. If you listen to it somewhere on Spotify or whatever, then make sure you follow. That's already really cool. It really helps out a lot, and we certainly gonna highly appreciate this. Quickly, a couple of words of shit that is going on. I released a free Frenchcore one-shot sample pack. It's on my website, generalgeible.com. Make definitely sure you check it out. And since I'm recording this video ahead, I'm not sure if it's gonna be already out or if it's not gonna be out, but that one weird ass dude with that stupid mask and that long hair called Mr. Bassmeister, who also Rob G was talking a lot about in the episode 7 and 8, uh, also made a French core sample pack and he was so kind to give it to me to distribute it. So I don't know if it's out already, if it's not out yet, because I recorded a video a week before, like the outro video, so maybe I'm already putting it out because we're still waiting for like the visuals and shit. But anyway, it's either already out or it's gonna be out very, very soon. It's gonna be like the biggest pack that came out on my website so far. So this dude went really ahead and made a lot of cool shit. So you're definitely gonna love it. For at least those who are into Frenchcore and those who are not... You might find a sound or two or twenty or a hundred, which you're gonna like. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Next week we are back and next week we are back with some terror shit. We are back with Dr. Terror. So stay tuned subscribe do all that shit. meanwhile i suggest you check out the video here or here i don't know where i'm gonna put it but you should definitely check out the sexy video with dj mutante okay i'm not gonna say goodbye because we are back next week meanwhile check out the video of mutante or something that youtube suggests to you your choice see you next time bye bye